Mis amigos, uh, lo siento por no tengo tiempo para escribir, escribir una homilía, no traducir mi homilía. Uh, entonces, ahora, uh, doy un poquito reflexiones. Entonces, mi homilía en inglés. So, I hope uh, entiendo mi mensaje, you know, mo mostly. <laughs> It's me, uh, Spanglish. So, ese día, la solemnidad de you know, ma uh, la maternidad, la madre de, de Dios, madre de Dios. La mensaje es, nuestra fe es real. No optimistic, no pessimistic, pero real. Jesús es verdaderamente el hijo del María. Como Cheryl Eckert es la madre de John Eckert. Es exactamente, sí. Ma María es verdaderamente el madre de Jesús. Entonces, nuestra fe es real. Entonces, en el Evangelio hoy, después del gran mensaje de los ángeles en el campo, You know, los pastores you know, fueron a you know, Belén como María, José y el niño, you know, como la mensaje de los ángeles. Entonces, uh, regresan al campo, el vida normal, con la gran noticia de Dios es presente. Y en nuestra vida es todo verdad, todos los días. Este del tiempo del año es, es muy felices pero no es solamente sueño o hmm, like imagen es realidad Jesús es presente ahora y todo el tiempo entonces es muy muy importante nosotros como María porque María por su parte guardaba todas estas cosas y las meditaba en su corazón mis amigos, es muy importante por nosotros el mismo. Okay, that's the best I can do in Espanol hoy. Okay, so this is what I was saying. I thought we'd try Spanish first and then go to English. So hopefully it'll kind of like all come together, right? So what I said is kind of true in English too. We just had Sunday yesterday. I didn't have time to write a homily. I didn't have time to translate a homily. But this day, I think is the one that really points to in a big way the reality of our faith, right? To say that Mary is the mother of God. To sit with that, that statement, and it's a statement that was fought over in early church history. In fact, if you go to Covington, Kentucky, it's, it sounds kind of funny to go from Bethlehem to Covington, Kentucky, right? Covington, Kentucky, their cathedral has the biggest stained glass window in the world. Crazy, right? And what it depicts is something you wouldn't expect. It depicts the Council of Ephesus. What? Didn't expect that, right? The Council of Ephesus. And it was at the Council of Ephesus that it was declared that Mary is the mother of God, okay? And that's such an important declaration. I mean, it's not like all of a sudden she becomes the mother of God in the fifth century when this is declared. It's been true from the beginning. And why is that so important? Because it means that Jesus has really become one of us, that he is also really God. Mary is the mother of God. He's fully human and fully divine. 
And he has really and truly entered in to all this with us. His mother Mary is his mother in the same way that my mother is Cheryl Eckert, right? That you can see her and touch her, and it's the reality that he's entered into all this with us. This is no figment of our imagination. He's not just merely a great guy. He's not merely God from afar. He's fully human and fully divine and has entered into all of this with us. And she truly is the mother of God. So what does that mean for us? It means that this time of year, as wonderful as it is, right, with all of its glory, with all of its celebration, and you look at the, the shepherds, right, they've seen the great vision of angels, they receive their message of glory. We just sing, you know, the great Gloria that I love so much at the beginning of the Mass. In fact, we're going to sing it a little bit more here at uh, the offertory. Like, that Gloria is so good. And the angels, or I'm sorry, the shepherds go right away. They act on that message and they find things exactly as the angels had told them. Joseph and Mary and the infant lying in a manger. But notice afterwards, what do they do? They go back home. They proclaim what happened, but they go back to their daily lives. And it's not like the angels just kind of stay in the field with them like, okay, guys, what are we going to do next? You know? No, they go back to heaven. Like they're around us, but it's not like they're seeing these visions all the time. And now they know that God is in our midst. And the same is true with Mary, right? That it's not like it's visions and all this all the time. They are real and they have happened. But they go back to day-to-day life knowing that God has not left us by herself. What I would say is to remember when it comes to our faith, our faith is not mere optimism. Everything's as good as it can be. No, it's not true. And it's also not pessimism. Everybody's going to hell. No, that's not true either. What do we have? We have a real faith in which God has become one of us, that he is in the midst of all of this with us. And the last eight days of celebration, and today is the great eighth day of the octave of our Lord, right? The octave of his birth. And notice, too, the way this gospel ends. When eight days are completed, here we are, for his circumcision, He was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now, why is that so important? It goes from the announcement of the angel to Mary. It goes from the announcement of the angel in a dream to Joseph. And what are they doing now? It is real. They are acting on it. He has been circumcised. He's been given the name Jesus, which means he will save his people from their sins. And they continue on. Continue on moving through this life. And what does Mary do? She holds on to all of these things in her heart. And as we heard yesterday in the gospel of the presentation, like Mary knows, this isn't just like optimistic, everything is roses and candy. She heard yesterday, and your heart too, a sword will pierce. There are difficulties in this life, and we all experience them, and we all know them. But the great glory of this feast day is as we move into another year, as we encounter 2024, it will have its ups, it will have its downs. But in the midst of all of that, we have Jesus Christ in our midst, really and truly present with us in the Eucharist. This isn't just some fantasy. It's not just lovely stuff we tell children once a year. This is reality. Jesus Christ is in our midst. And so what do we do moving into another year? Whether we're afraid, whether we're excited, we do exactly what we're supposed to do in imitating the mother of God. Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we are blessed with a God who is in our midst, with a God who is real, 
who loves us so much as to give us himself, body, blood, soul, and divinity, to give us himself in holy communion, to want to be with us in the ups and the downs. Don't ever move away from him as we go into a new year, but once again, be just like our blessed mother and keep all these things reflecting on them in your heart. Praise be Jesus Christ.